You are listening to Opportunity Detroit. Mamba Hamisi, founder of Baybob Fair, a restaurant in the New Center area, is checking in with us now. Mamba, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. So I want you to just talk a little bit about this restaurant. I have heard a lot about this. You know, we are located here in the New Center area, and everyone I run into says, have you been there yet? <laughs> yeah, so uh, I think is uh, is because uh, the the way we started the business and the way we started the restaurant was a little bit um, not usual. So me and my wife Nadia, we came here in this country as a refugee. We came to seek asylum in the in the United States, and then uh, we didn't know anything about Detroit. We didn't know anything about Michigan, because the only shelter that you can find in this country that can give you help, shelter, legal support food and medical assistance is right here in Detroit. Mm. And uh, finding ourselves in Detroit in the middle of uh, winter was not easy. And then we started <laughs> looking around what to do, right? And we didn't speak uh, English at that time. You can imagine how hard it is. The food was not that good. We didn't, everything was like new. And our kids were were born while living in Freedom House. We have uh, now nine years old uh, daughters, Kenza and Diaz. They were born in Freedom House, so everything was new. And then we started looking around and started to create uh, restaurants. I think why people as were so supportive is because the way we, we were so curious to know and to ask a lot of questions. We were everywhere. We did a lot of pop-ups around the city. We did a lot of street food. We would bring our tent and lay out the table and start selling. We did a lot of festivals. Yeah, before even we opened. Yeah, so Baba Fair is an East African restaurant created here in Detroit by me, myself, and my wife, Nadia. So what kind of food do you offer at your restaurant? So Baba Fair, we have uh, it's, uh, authentic East African food, authentic, authentic Burundian food, the food that we eat every day in Burundi. It's, you know, most of the dishes in Burundi, we, we use rice and, you know, beans all the time, spinach all the time. Uh, occasionally, you can have meat. Um, you can have like uh, beef, chicken, goat. So we have a large option of uh, vegetarian. So we don't use any dairy in our food. So, yeah. And you're located right on Woodward, right? Very close yeah. to West Grand Boulevard? Mm-hmm. Yeah, correct. So we are on uh, 6568 Woodward, uh, just on the corner of Woodward and East Grand Boulevard. I think it's incredible that you came here as refugees, and now you have this fabulous restaurant. What were some of the hurdles that you had to go through to get a restaurant in the city of Detroit? Uh, I'll always say that uh, what happened to us cannot happen in any other city than um, Detroit. And I think like by the time we came in around 2015, and 2016, so 17, we 2016 we didn't have a, a work permit, so we were struggling to apply our work authorization so we can start seeking jobs. In 2017, we won the Hash Detroit competition, that gave us like 50,000 to start the business. And I'm, I'm trying to lay out all the opportunities. I think the only way I can say this is we were there at the right time in the right moment, and Detroit was ready, you know, to to welcome us. Was ready for us. Was ready to to a new cuisine. Uh, I think that's that's what happened. And we are so lucky and grateful to be in Detroit. 
because everything happened here, I don't think it can happen anywhere else. That is, that's what I can say. But you can imagine challenges was there, but also there was also a lot of facilities that we, we found. And, you know, if we, you compare to other cities, you couldn't find. Yeah. So all the ecosystems around uh, that we have in Detroit was so helpful to, to, to give us this opportunity, this chance to show them what, what we can share. It kind of sounds like you and your family, Mamba Hamisi, have fallen in love with Detroit. Yeah, absolutely. So Detroit is home, right? It's, that's our slogan said, Detroit Niyumbani. That's the only home we have. Fleeing the country that we, we love, fleeing our country, that we have a root, we have families there, it was not an easy thing. And uh, that is behind us. So one day... I don't think we're going to be back there, live there, because it's, it's not happening. So that's the, the destiny has chosen this. Our kids were born here. They will not call Burundi anymore home. They trade the only home we have. So the only chance we have, the second chance I'll call it, the second chance we had in our life to have another home is this, and then it's Detroit. Yeah. You know, your English is wonderful. You did a great job learning the language relatively quickly. How did you do that? It's, uh, you know, watching cartoons with the girls. Uh, so I came, the girls, the, my daughter was uh, two years old. And um, at the same time, so learning at the same time, you know, picking up some words, picking up some, uh, you know, vocabularies. So watching cartoon with them was a big help. And I used a lot of, I used a lot of uh, Google Translate. So then how it can sound, because there is a lot of English accent around. So you're trying to make sure, like, what, like, for example, I struggle a lot with, say, walking and walking. It's two words, but they are very, very similar. So I practice a lot of those two words. I, a lot of things. So it's more like, okay. And another thing is, like, I speak more than I, – I used to speak more than four languages. Now I have five languages. So you have English as the fifth language. And I think that like when we speak more than two or three languages, it, the, the brain can, can pick up another language easily. It does is one. Second is like I, I call this home. I'm here, I, and I have the only way you have to be integrated to the society and the community is to speak the language, right? So it's, you have to make that effort. You don't have sometimes you don't have a choice. I, I tell people I'm not smart is because you don't have a choice, so you have to do it. Well, that's great advice. Now I know you opened Baobab Fair in uh, 2021, kind of still during the pandemic. How was that at first? Did you have a lot of business? And how is it now? Are things a lot better? Yeah, so opening in that time was, uh, again, was not a choice because we had COVID. We were working on this project for three years and COVID started and we didn't have any support. So they all the support the government was putting out there, the PPP money and all those grants were not qualified because the business was not open before the pandemic. So we had a lot of expenses. And we were like, you know what, we're going to even close our door before we open. Let's just open because we had a lot of expenses. We said, let's just open. If even we can get $5, that's going to help. That was the thing. It's like we start opening, you know, we were not sure how people will, you know, embrace the cuisine that we're bringing. Is a new cuisine, is a new cuisine, is a new concept. It's, it's, uh, we had a lot of, you know, questions. But after two months, everything went well. You know, as I said, we are so grateful. People was there to support. People loved it. People started, you know, talking about it. And then that's why we are successful in what we are doing. What are people's favorite dish? Are there a couple of dishes that are just wildly popular? 
Yeah, the fish, the samaki is very popular. Our grilled chicken, kumuhana, is very popular. Our intore, which is a vegetarian dish, is very popular. Myself, I like the beef. The beef is my everyday meal. You know, not every day, but most of the time. And the chicken, too, the cook is good. So everything is great. And then we created, uh, so in African uh, concept uh, cuisine, we don't have dessert. So we created dessert that is tamu's passion fruit and uh, avocado. People will be surprised, like, oh, avocado and passion fruit. But that's what people love. It sounds healthy. It sounds like a lot of your food is pretty healthy. Yeah. And, and again, so that is one of the surprises that I, me and Nadia, we, we found when we came here. I was like, and healthy food, that word doesn't exist in my, in my language. Mm-hmm. Like, unhealthy food, food has to be medicine food happy to be healthy so when you have like unhealthy food it's like wait, 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 what is this so food has to be unhealthy so again food has to be healthy and then growing up in the culture that we are coming from that is how food it is and then i feel like the big problem is because we exceed sometimes we do a lot or we eat a lot or we use a lot of what we have and then because in africa we don't have that much a lot to to use or to consume it's easy to, to, to appreciate and to cook what you have. You know, any, any, anything when you start like mass production, you know, people will abuse this. And I feel like that is where we're trying to make sure like we do everything from scratch. We do everything from scratch. The same thing as I said, it's the authentic East African food. We do everything from scratch the same way that we do in Burundi. Do you find it relatively easy to get the products you need right here in Detroit for the different meals that you serve? Absolutely. So that's the beauty of this country. The diversity is everywhere, even the food. And then this is similarities. And then the good thing is like you have even more options, right? In Burundi, you can only find like five, um, you know, five ways to make or five beans, you know, different beans. Here you can find even 20. You know, you have a lot of choices, which is great. So as a chef, that gives you opportunity to create more with the same dish. Yeah, you know, we use a lot of, uh, we have similarities as uh, food as uh, um, South American, Middle Eastern, you know, like uh, we don't need to go to Burundi to bring our own spices. You go just to Bidiabon, you can get the same spices. Ingredient, just go to Mexican town, you can get the same ingredient. So it's it's some of the Asian, like um, uh, we have a lot of Asian that, uh, ingredient that we used to like kambu, which is a seaweed. We use it too. We can find it in the Asian market. So if you go around, you find everything that you need. So we don't need to import anything. Everything you can find right here in Detroit. Did you have a love of cooking your entire life, Mamba Hamisi? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So growing up, my mom owned the small restaurant in Burundi. And then that small restaurant, she was uh, feeding people who work in the market. So all the time I would be with her in the kitchen, but she didn't want me to stay in the kitchen because <laughs> it's just like, no, no, you have to go to school, get a degree. This is not the job you want to do. So cooking is not a job that a parent will wish the kid could have in my, 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 my culture, in my country. Interesting. And my mom would be, no, 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 go get out of here, go to school. But I always loved cooking, always love what she's doing. She she was like she she's my superhero and I've been seeing her the same way. Everything she does, I was like, oh, this is magic. I want to do it. 
so yeah, growing up, I love it. And then now that's what saved us. It saved my family. Coming here, we couldn't get a job. My background is in business, sales and marketing. I couldn't get a job. I was like, okay, let me go back in the kitchen. And then I had to hide my mom for two years or three years. She didn't know that I was cooking until we opened the restaurant. <laughs> it sounds to me, though, that your advice for people interested in starting a business or going out on their own would be to find something they love and do it. Correct. Yeah. You, I think you have to listen to your gut. You have to listen to that inside voice that is telling you do this. But again, the big advice I would tell people, you have to work hard for it. Yes. And you have to be patient. You know, the most of, sometimes I see a lot of uh, young people here, they struggle with a lot of traces on the table. So, and then they get lost. You want to try this. After you want to try this. After you want to try this. After you want to try this. Time is running. Energy is running. And at the end of the day, you have zero result. So me and Nadia, I think they've been, you know, the difference was because we didn't have a lot of choices. We had this one choice. And you have to stick on it. You have to work to make it happen. You are listening to Opportunity Detroit. Mamba Hamisi, founder of Baobab Fair, a popular East African restaurant in the New Center area. Thank you so much for your time today and for sharing your great story. Thank you so much. We'll be back right after these messages.